podcast Nostalgia. I'm your host, Kanjo. And I'm going to explain what this episode is going to be about for today. I woke up this morning and I received a DM from uh, one of my close friends. Um, and he just basically said that, um, he was like, why? Why is your content free? I listen to your content, I watch your content, and why is it free? Why is it free? Because I ain't get paid yet, man. That's why. I ain't been paid. <laughs> I only get paid for this content. I do it out of the the fun, uh, passion for it, uh, the love of it. Uh, since I can remember, I've always wanted to do stuff like this and connect to my way of create creativeness, creativity. So, um... Yeah, I thought in this episode I'll just touch on certain things that I've done uh, within my lifespan, um, some creative stuff I've done, some entertainment stuff that I've done, uh, shed a few stories on some of those the situations, and also play some vibes in the meantime too. So um, we're going to start off things with a track. A remix, a flip, a beat, something vibey to keep you there, to keep you here. And yeah, we'll get into it after that. So make sure you follow up the Instagram at podcast.nostalgia. We can get it on and cracking. We can get it vibing. And yeah, we'll be back real, real soon. Peace. You're the same
Her. So that was Her, H-E-R, uh, Slide, Razor Remix. Uh, that's a vibe, man. That, that is actually, that's, that's bounce. See, I think from the previous episode, uh, the beats that I like to listen to or I like to play or that I will be playing within this podcast for the foreseeable future is always going to have like a certain bounce to it because it has to keep it vibe. You have to keep it, keep it bit up tempo while keeping it a bit chilled, you know, keep it a bit chilled. But yeah, so let's go talk about certain things that I've done um, entertainment wise and creative wise. Um, what did my boy mention to me today? Uh, mentioned that I worked at the Olympics um, in 2012 when um, they came to London. Um, I worked there for the Paralympics and the main Olympics. Um, what I had to do is work in like a, uh, it was called a beatbox. And it was like this massive building, this structure. And um, I can't remember, well, I don't know if you remember the song, the main song that was um, the theme for the Olympics. Uh, Anywhere in the World, I think it was called. Um, by, ah, oh, it's going to bug me now. Who was it done by? Who was the artist? I forgot the artist now, but she was a UK artist, I think. I think. But yeah. Um, so basically as you walk in you walk in through uh, the entrance obviously and you go all the way to the top and as you go into the top of this building everything you're touching on the way to the top is sounds of different sports so you had like uh, tennis and track and field um, boxing long jump everything like that yeah and um, these sounds are getting played as you're walking up this building, everything's touch sensitive. So when you touch something, touch the side, like a noise will come out and you go, oh, right, what's that noise? So as you get to the top of the building, everything, all the music starts to come together and you start to realize that all the sounds that you hear have all been put into the song to make the song anywhere in the world. Um, as you got inside to the beatbox, you see a bunch of dancers, you see all these entertainers in there and doing their thing. So um, I was a part of that. Uh, so I had to stay in London for, I think, was it two months? Yeah, I stayed in London for like two months. Um, and then, um, yeah, that was a good experience. I met a lot of, a lot of people, um, a lot of dancers, a lot of creatives. Uh, it was a good experience, man. It was a real good experience. I enjoyed it. It was a, a real good time. Um, I think from there, it was a, a choice where I could either stay in London or come back to my hometown in Peterborough and uh, continue life. And at the time, I chose to come back to Peterborough and continue life. Um, I think at the time, I wasn't really ready to move out of Peterborough, but when you, when you never know when you're ready for anything, really. When you're ready, it will happen and it will be there to present it itself. And I think the opportunity was there to present it itself, but I wasn't, I wasn't looking at it like that. I was just thinking, right, I've just been paid, da, da, da. Boom, bam. So I had a lot of things going on at the time. I had like my own dance um, company along with one of my good friends there, Kamal. And um, we taught around pretty much every school within my area, within Peterborough. And because um, that was one of a priority that was there at the time, I continued to do that. Um, 
what else have I done? What else did he mention? Oh, I was in a, a movie. I was an extra. <laughs> I was an extra in Street Dance uh, 3D. That, yeah, it wasn't a great, great film, but it was a film nonetheless. Um, met a lot of dancers there. That was an experience and a half. I remember getting there, yeah, and everybody in the room was a dancer. Everyone in the room was a dancer. I was shook. Absolutely shook. Um, I remember once the film came out, I remember going to the, the cinema and I said to the lady at the till, I was like, yeah, I'm in this film. <laughs> I was like, I'm in this film. And then I got in for free. <laughs> Sick. Um, yeah, that was a good experience. I met a few dancers there, like I said. I met um, Flawless. Uh, for the first time um, I danced in the cypher and that was an experience in itself I keep saying it's an experience because it was sick it was very sick um, from there I'd done another film that got released in Japan I think it was from what I remember from what I got told it got released in Japan and um, we went to a um, premiere at the showcase uh, that was good I can't remember what the film was called but oh no, I, I danced in it for a little bit. Um, bro, I need to think. I need to think. I need to have a long, hard think about what else I've done. Because there's a few stuff. But yeah, as I think, as I get into it, I'm going to play another track. Keep it on that vibe level. Keep you here. Keep you there. And yeah. And keep it moving.
can't say that wasn't a vibe. You cannot say that was not a vibe. That had all types of vibes in there. That also brought back some nostalgic vibes still. That was um, Destiny's Child, Say My Name, Seco Vox and El Paca Afro Remix. That's mm, tough. Tough. That bass line? Mm, and that... Fam, I'm not even gonna not even going to give you the displeasure of my vocals because <laughs> it will just ruin the song. But um, yeah, going back to certain things that I've um, experienced in my creativeness, um, I mentioned that I taught dance in schools. Um, I done that for a good oh at least three to five years. Um, I was doing that. Um, started off teaching uh, random classes in my sixth form when I went to school and then um, from there I started doing after school sessions and then hooked up Kamal uh, aim a little higher get at him for all your motivational needs and um, yeah we went around the every school that was a good experience um, I was learning and teaching at the same time and then um, it got to a point where it was like, I didn't know if dance was the thing that I wanted to do fully. Um, because I knew that I had different creative outlets that I wanted to venture into. And I didn't want to just be stuck in that um, environment of just dancing and just being known for dancing. Do you know what I mean? I love dancing to death. Don't get me wrong, I love it to death. But um, it was it's not a thing where I would want to... Um, do it for the rest of my life like certain things have a expiry date in it and i don't want to get to an age for example say 35 for example yeah my back is all like aches and my knees are all like knee-ish and achy i need that that cod liver oil to soothe me i needed like a a plan my mum always used to say to me when i was younger i need a backup plan and i always used to say to her like why do i need a plan b because you're putting doubt in me to say that my plan A is not going to work. And I would argue it to like, to till my face went blue. But um, after a certain time, I realized that it's, whether it was a plan A or a plan B, it was still going to be something creative. So I knew that if I ditched my plan A, which was something creative, in my head I was thinking, oh, you want me to get a nine to five job or you want me to, to work in a call center and you want me to do this but then on deep to it, it's like it's not essentially that it's like something else that was within that field that I can also have a backup plan too so um I ended up doing uh, a few comedy sketches um I'd done a sketch called Money Mike and um he was a an American rapper and uh, he thought he was he was good he thought he was the shit and uh he realized that uh he wasn't <laughs> that was my poor attempt of a um, American accent but yeah he was a, an American rapper and he would think he was sick he really wasn't and he would freestyle all the time but his freestyles were dead so um, sorry but my phone is buzzing I apologise I apologise but um, yeah I've done that for a little bit um, and then you know Sorry. And then uh, eventually, 
I was thinking to myself, if this does blow up, <laughs> then I'm going to be stuck doing this and that's it. Nothing else. So um, I tried to think of different things I could do to harness my creativity. And then I reverted back to dance again. So um, yeah, everything I've done so far has always reverted back to dance in some ways. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a bad trait at the same time. And it's kind of a good trait too. Because in some ways it may look as if it's been inconsistent. But then in other ways it may look as if like... I'm always trying to find something to do, if that makes sense. Like, I can't just sit and do nothing. I have to keep thinking of something else I can do and venture out into doing something. Um, when I was doing the, the Money Mike sketches and stuff, I stumbled across, like, hosting. And I hosted in a, a nightclub uh, called Halo, um, which was uh, such a sick experience. That's probably one of my best experiences I've done. It gave me a lot more confidence and it made me realise I actually love being on a microphone. I like being in front of a microphone and I like hosting and presenting to people and making people laugh and smile and whatever. So, um, like I said, everything that I've done so far reverts back to dance. And um, I hosted dance battles or dance-offs in, um, in Halo. Uh, every month they do like an event. So I've hosted alongside of like Wretch, um, Chip, uh, Miss Dynamite, um, who else have I hosted alongside with? Um, MC Versatile, um, Gigs, a, a bunch of names that I, I, I can't think of at the moment now. But yeah, there's some, some name drops there. But um, yeah, so that gave me a lot of um, confidence and a lot of like a new fire to, to start doing um, hosting so um, from that um, I hosted in a, another part of the nightclub called Ghost um, like every Thursday I will do something there and then um, from there it just expanded and I ended up hosting uh, like comedy shows I put on my own comedy show um, with headlined by White Yardy and I had uh, Dizzle Comedian there as well. Um, I'd done another comedy show, and that was headlined by Judy Love. Uh, yeah, man, it was, yeah, uh, uh, rah, rah. When I say it out loud, I've done quite a few bits, not gonna lie. I should be pretty proud of myself. Man, do I pat myself on the back? Why? Because I'm proud of myself. <laughs> so yeah. Um, we're going to keep it moving we're going to keep it vibey as always don't forget to always follow at podcast.nostalgia and uh, yeah we're going to keep it vibey
Yes, so that was Rode uh, by Skater. That was a, a nice, like, tropical vibe. I can imagine sitting on, like, a beach with a little cocktail with a little umbrella in it. Ooh, breeze all nice. Ooh, it's all warm. Ooh, no humidity. Ooh. You just hear the waves splashing. Splash, splash. Ooh. Yeah, man, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. That is a vibe. Um, yeah, so before that track, I just touched on um, the part where I was putting on um, comedy shows. And uh, the event was called uh, Vibes and Laughter. And um, it literally says what it was, Vibes and Laughter. <laughs> uh, I've done two events because uh, I didn't want like a thing to happen. You, when you have an event, yeah, I realised this um, for our previous events in Peterborough. When you put, I don't know if it's in Peterborough or what, or if it's just in general, yeah. But I think when there's an event that's monthly, what well, weekly or monthly or whatever, it just gets redundant because you know what you're going to expect does that make sense like as much as you try not to make it as something as unpredictable as possible people that are invested and go to it are going to know what to expect not saying that's a bad thing because it's good to know what you're going to before you go but um i didn't want to be that thing where it's like oh yeah it's gonna be on next month so i'll just go next month instead you know what I mean? I want it to be a thing where everyone goes to it every time it's on. So, um, it's, it's all, I personally feel that, um, there are certain things where you need to miss certain things before you can truly like certain things. Yeah. So, for example, if, you made like a product, right? And they actually not go I'll do you a better example. There's a, a clothing line that's just recently opened up and dropped called a capsule collection, yeah. I've got one of the t shirts on now. If you can see. Bang. And uh, what they do, they create uh products where the one I've got on now is a Dragon Ball Z um character, Kid Boo. And it has um, Miami Heat, the basketball team, on the top. So what they do is comic book characters, um, anime characters, they'll flip it and do it with like a basketball twist, yeah? And they drop vaults or collections or whatever ever, every so often, yeah? So it's not always the same thing you're always getting. And once it's gone, it's gone. You can't get that back, yeah? So that's the type of vibe I wanted to put to with like the comedy shows and stuff like that. Like I'm not saying I'll never do one ever again, but at the moment now, well, we're in a situation where we can't really do events and stuff like that, yeah. So my thought process at the time when I was putting these events on was literally the fact that I don't want it to be something that you're expecting to happen. I want it to just happen when you least expect it to happen. When I done the first one, I did it randomly. I uh, did everything off my back. Uh, with some help with some friends and, and like my parents and then um, the second one I didn't do until like a year later so it was like a yearly event 
um, and I wanted that just to so you so it's something you can look forward to whether it's a year or not like you go look forward to something because it's something that's not within your your area so um, yeah I, I felt real good after doing that and once I'd done the first one it was one of those things where I realised that you have to think about certain things and plan certain things and you do it no point just saying yeah, I'm going to do this and then you don't do it that's one of my pet peeves that I hate when someone hates a strong word I shouldn't really use hate but it's something that really aggravates me that when some people have an idea and like yeah I'm going to do this or, or they ask for opinion of somebody else well not even somebody else but they'll go into Instagram and be like oh do you think I should do this or do you think I should do it? who cares fam like who cares no one cares like obviously the people care in it but they, they don't care that much to be like yo yeah do this or do that like why do you have to validate what you want to do to people on social media if you want to do something just do it if they like it they like it if they don't they don't like it's not that deep innit like at least you've tried innit you can't knock anybody for trying if you do you're a waste man or you're, you're yeah you're just a pagan you're, you're Sutton, yeah? If you knock someone for trying something, you're, a, you're an idiot. Um, it's like going to the gym and you're laughing at someone who's fat or mad skinny and they're in the gym. But what, what do you think they're doing in the gym, fam? What do you think they're doing in the gym? <laughs> what do you mean? But yeah, um, doing the comedy show has helped me um, a lot to, to just be like, yeah, if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to do it. I don't care if you like it or not. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't, like I said. But, um, yeah, 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 that was a good experience there still. But, um, yeah, we're going to keep it moving, as always. It might be the last track, I don't know. I'm just seeing how it goes. I'm being the flow. I'm controlling what I, what I do, because I have free will over everything I do right now. And I love that. So, yeah, we're going to keep it moving, keep it wavy, keep it vibey. And, yeah, we'll be back right after this.
that was called Five, produced by West One. Um, yeah, man, that I heard that track like about three years ago, and boy, it's just a different vibe, really. I like the songs I'm playing in here. There's reasons why I'm playing these type of songs. One, because I don't I don't get copyrighted for any of these songs because I can't, <laughs> and two. These are songs I pretty much listen to, or beats, sorry, I pretty much listen to on a day-to-day basis. Like don't, like I said before in the previous episode, I do like everything that is mainstream with like the drill scene and hip-hop scene and R&B scene and whatever. But there is times where you just get a bit bored of it because everyone listens to it. Like You have to keep digging and looking for different music because if you keep listening to the same music, you're just going to get stagnated. I think... Also, as well, yeah, like whatever you listen to is how you get portrayed in it. And I'm not a driller. <laughs> I, I, I don't do nothing what people say in drill songs. I don't do that. I like to vibe. I like to chill. I like to like to keep it mellow, keep it chill. So yeah, these beats and these refixes and and um, flips and stuff, I feel kind of represent how I am as a person and how my ears work and how my mind like works sometimes so um yeah i hope you do hope you guys do enjoy these songs that i've been playing uh, like i said i'm going to keep this theme going throughout this whole podcast that i that i'm doing so even when i have guests on and we're talking about subjects and whatever i'm going to play these tracks and stuff just to Keep the mood all the way vibes. I've said, I don't know how many times I've said that in this episode. If you know, let me know how many times I've said that. We're going to do a counter. We have a vibe counter. Each episode, we have a vibe counter. I don't know what the vibe counter is right now, but we're going to add one. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's just been a little, a little um, insight to some of the creativeness that I've done over these past years um, next time I don't know what we're going to talk about next time but it's all nostalgic vibes we're going to keep it nostalgic that's the whole point that's the whole purpose but yeah I'm going to leave it with that don't forget to follow Podcast Nostalgia on Instagram at podcast.nostalgia remember Love is love, love is power, power is knowledge, and knowledge is love. Peace.